rising brother thanks for the information and the compliments as well i appreciate it you know i'm um I'm just chilling today just trying to get one day of just giving this ankle a, a full rest yesterday um i rested some but i did have i ended up having my granddaughter for quite a bit yesterday but um, i do want to touch on something that um, i question you know about you know how this culture uses various distractions to um, bring in or usher in um, what their true agenda is and how you know it, it sets up this atmosphere of distrust especially in those of us who are aware um, not just woke but just you know we actually utilize our senses you know and we recognize that it's, that it's more than five you know um like for instance i just um you know the inundation of um this kanye west character now i don't know what role he plays in the stage of life and of course everyone has to be questioned you know um of course, I, I have sympathy for anyone who's being used, um, you know, and whether they're aware of it or not, but uh, especially for those of us who are uh, just placed in predicaments and we're just it's an unassuming situation until one day we recognize that um, there's something strange taking place. Now, I don't know if this brother, this Kanye West character I don't know if he's being used as a tool to bring out a certain type of energy or not. Um, you know, I, the humane side of me, of course, you know, the, the sensitivity in me is going to have a certain amount of sympathy for him being in a world where um, he's being met with a, uh, you know, so much opposition, you know, when you have so many ass kissers, so many people who, you know, they came into various industries based on the fact that they were good at certain things. And then they had to um, basically pledge allegiance to, you know, this, the culture, you know, being that, you know, they can't, go up against regardless of what their true views and feelings are on the various topics they can't go up against it just based on the fact that the whole entertainment um, industry itself is an artificial machine that's only designed to cultivate the agenda and the backs that um arose the most in that journey are us um and you know the playing out of the dismissive view that people have about um blacks in general you know that um that unworthiness is a collective view that black people are not worthy of honor and respect, 
you know, that's been one of their main agendas that's been pushed in the in, in the entertainment industry. And, you know, but because you you have this group of people who, you know, recognized that we as a people have a specialness that they don't have that they feel they must use in order to gain their way in life. You know, we do, everyone recognize there's something special about us as a people, but no one is going to recognize that if you can see that in a group of people, you know, that being black people, well, what do you see in white folks? You know, and so, but due to the dumbing down of the masses, they don't make they don't draw the correlation, not not um, in a on a conscious level, or not in a in a um, upfront and personal type of um, way. It's always something that's um, that's known but not spoken. You know, and if it's spoken, it's spoken behind the scenes. You know, you know, you you know, many of you uh, of us have had those conversations with Caucasians and they'll say little things like, well, you know, black people, they, you know, they want to they want to admit of our specialness, you know, whether it's something physical, spiritual, you know, talent wise, whatever, they'll admit it on that on that secretive level. But then in, in the public eye, it's just this silent um, code where you don't speak on that you don't you don't speak on that because we are we are the the token we are the token to their riches we are the token to their their way of um their whole lifestyle you know when i look at again kanye west and how he's being used and manipulated you know i see various characters being used and manipulated here and i can also see the relevance and importance of using someone in an area, but them not being aware of it to make it appear as authentic as possible, you know? Um, Because I think that when um, Kanye West's mother um, was taken out the game, that um, they seen that as a perfect opportunity to bring in this, uh, this handler, um, well, actually, more than one handler. I mean, I, I don't even really think that Kim was is the true handler of, of Kanye West. I believe that the mother, um, uh, Chris um, Jenner, was is really was really the handler in the situation with Kanye West. You know, I don't know if anyone really knows the the um, the depth of um, that Kardashian family and how you know Kim. Well, we all know that their father, Shapiro, Shapiro, I believe that was his name, right? Shapiro guy, um, the attorney, you know, um, that was her connection into that world just in general. But, um, you know, she was um, Ray J's sister, Brandy. You know, we all know the famous singer. She was an assistant to Brandy at some point. This is how her and Ray J... Um, formed their situation. And, you know, I was listening to um, the sister, uh, Candace Owens. And, you know, it's even interesting with her character, too, because, you know, she, you know, she seemed to be having access to a lot of information 
that other people are not privy to, you know? So we, you know, I don't know what's going on, you know, but I just want to bring it to light at, you know, how we can uh, fall prey if we don't use this ornament here. But, you know, she recently had did a video where she um, had played uh, a message from back in the day when Ray J and Kim Kardashian um, um, were, I don't know, they were st splitting or it was something going on to where basically in the, in the um, message, Kim is, she's, she's called Ray J and in the message, She's saying things like, um, you're disgusting. You're disgusting for, um, you know, evidently he, he leaves his email address on his messages. And she said he was disgusting for that. Um, and then she goes to speak about how he was disgusted. He was, he was disgusting for being with Whitney Houston and her age and, she refers to basically Whitney Houston, you know, um, as basically a crackhead and how she was just totally disgusted. And she didn't understand why he wasn't returning her phone calls, you know, um, and that he needed to start it, start to hang back with the people he used to be with instead of hanging with this old crackhead. And she goes on to go. She goes into like real strong Karen mode, you know, um, towards the end of what she allowed to play with Kim. I'm not with um, what Candace Owens allowed to play because um, she mentioned that it's more to the message. But Kim goes on to say, you're disgusting. Then she gets irate and she's like, you know, um, don't call me again. And all that type of stuff. Now, but she had already mentioned that she had been calling him, but he hadn't been returning her phone call, but she's telling him not to call her. Um, and then she was just, it seemed like she was just, once she got to the point where she started to speak about Ray J and Whitney Houston being together, she just lost it. You know what I'm saying? She just screaming and she, and she ended up telling him she hates him and all that stuff. You know, and so it kind of makes me wonder, you know, the role in, um, you know, that she may have possibly played in, you know, the removing of Whitney Houston. Now, again, I don't know the depth of this whole situation. Maybe she was removed. Maybe she was literally killed. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. I do recognize that this is an entertainment driven culture. And so in entertainment, they have the ability to um, to create all types of circumstances, you know, when you look at their movies, you know, everything that you can possibly imagine and beyond can be displayed in their movies, you know, through um, makeup um, and now technology. So you really don't know what you're looking at if they're using these same tactics in quote unquote, you know, real life, you know, so I don't know what's going on here. You know, and so that's why I always look at things from a certain viewpoint and not to mention that I don't tie myself to organizations. I don't tie myself to organizations. I don't tie myself to anyone, anyone's label. Um, I, I just don't take on that whole worship mindset of, you know, backing everything about, um, you know, whatever, you know, you align yourself with, because basically it becomes your God. And that's what's going on in this culture is that they expect you 
to once you align yourself with a certain organization, they expect you to to be a yes man and a yes woman and go along with everything that that particular organization represents. You know, that, that's whether you're working at a, a certain corporation. Um, it doesn't matter whether you're tied into a particular um, political party, um, various, uh, you know, um, associations and affiliations, anything from fraternities to sororities, you know, fraternal orders, uh, you know, it doesn't matter. They expect you to go along with everything that they say. That's what the allegiance is all about, you know. And again, you know, back to this Kanye West character, you know, um, you know, you hear people say so many different views out there on what's going on. And, you know, I listened to one brother, he was literally talking about how that's not Kanye. You know, we hear about the cloning situation, so on and so forth, and his eyes, and you can tell. And, you know, so, you know, you have you have those who exist, especially that 1%, who they, they, they have a really tough time with um, the nature, the natural process. So they, they perform better um, and feel more comfortable in an artificial environment that they can control, you know. And so for those of us who, who don't resonate with that type of vibration, you know, we're going to be constantly met with um, the, um, the fact that it, this type of situation even exists. We're always going to be constantly reminded that we're living in some type of artificial uh, situation, you know, um, and, you know, like I was, um, there's a song that I really like. Um, I'm trying to remember the name of the group. Uh, it's an old school group. Um, and they, um, gosh, what's the name of that group? My, my grandmother used to love one of their songs. Um, but this, this song that they have is called, um, uh, do be what you want to be. No, do what you want to do. Be who you want to be. Um, and it's, it's an old school jam. You know what I'm saying? I think they, they song, um, my favorite love song. I'm trying to, I can't, I can't even remember the, the lyrics of it, but that was one of my grandmother's favorite songs. So I can't remember the name of this particular group, uh, but you know, I tried to play that song yesterday and I really went through a lot just to get it to cooperate. Like something didn't want me to take in that type of um, frequency of being what I want to be and doing what I want to do. You know, it's, it's very um, the artificial uh, culture that they're trying to make um, the norm, you know, even in their movies where they have these movies that are literally showing how the AI can come up against you on your phone. And so they're, you know, again, the AI is just an extension of themselves. And so how they depict themselves in movies as always being the good guy on some level, in particular, this Caucasian man, the one who's really behind all the perils in our society, you know, is always um, positioning himself um, in imagery where he comes across as the savior, the good guy on some level, you know. They'll throw a couple of bad guys, you know, some white guys that are bad guys, but they have to throw in, you know, um, a good a good guy. That's one of them, you know, the one that's you know, going to save the day. Um, and so 
you know, you also see that too with these AI show movies that they have out where the AI just takes you through all types of hell. And, but yet and still, if it weren't for them taking you through all this, then your life wouldn't improve the way it did. And, you know, they come across, it comes across as though the, even this AI has become a savior of some sort, because I noticed that I have a very um, innovative mind. And so when it's certain things that I need to have done, um, you know, I always think a way through it on how I can create something in order to manifest what I need to have done. I think about what I have in my toolbox. I think about, you know, what material I may I may have in order to produce what I need to happen. And the AI goes so far as to when I come up with ideals, it goes so far as to present those ideals back to me as though they're telling me something it's just the weirdest thing you know and so again this artificial environment culture that's being um, um, forced on the people because with this colonial mind um, this recessive mind that um, that's behind uh, most of what we see if not all of what we, we see in this experience that we're having you know, it always it always has to um, present, you know, everything to be, um, of course, in its favor. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and they go so far as to cultivate and engineer a mind, socially engineer a mind and minds for decades and decades and decades patiently in order for a certain way of thinking to become dated and then they can move in with a new way of thinking. You know, um, this, this, uh, whoever they are and whatever they are that are afraid of any type of natural, you know, the um, thing taking place where they want everyone that exists to be accountable. They want to have an account of everyone in existence they want to keep up with everyone in existence, you know. And so with um, all these various um, bills that have been passed recently in the in the last, you know, decade or so, you know, like, um, for instance, with Obama and how he had passed things such as um, the brain initiative, you know, you know, um, where, you know, it allowed them to pry into people's minds, um, it it allowed the 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 interfacing of the brain to become um, uh, more re relevant, you know. Uh, and he also signed a bill that actually um, made it okay for drones to be placed on innocent civilians within the United States, and these targets can be taken out by these various drones. Right now, innocent civilians, you know, so the the, the question here in, in, in this existence, this culture that has been shaped and molded by the minds of Hollywood, because at the end of the day, that's what it's all been about. So there's a collaborative effort, you know, first with religion, you know, because they have to come in as though they come to help. That's what Satan does. They come in and offer a hand. And it's to make you, it's for you to put your guards down. And so 
when all these various events that have taken place in United States since its erection, you know, um, as far as uh, the Caucasian is concerned, when they when they snatched, you know, um, the the country from its uh, original um, occupants, that they used the church first, right, and then they brought that the whole political thing in. And then the whole entertainment thing in. And so this those three forces have worked together in order to shape and mold the culture where the church was used for you to turn to, to uh, basically tell on yourself. You know, so then they can use that in a political manner and fashion within the church itself in order to get people to go along with things that they wouldn't typically go along with other than the fact that they had something hanging over their head right and those people you know with the whole entertainment thing now pushing various images in order to get you to buy you know various things you know um buy into the whole concept of what beauty is and how you can go out and purchase this beauty and how it can make your life so much better and how you can be seen as someone of a, of a that's of a importance and it became um a socialist thing in the sense of um you know a status you know being seen a persona being seen a certain way and you know your reputation and you know so that whole the whole monarch type of aristocratic supposedly energy that had existed already in colonial in colonialism and through the monarch through england they basically use those same tactic tactics against the people and so now you have this uh colonial mind who um forces their way of being on others they force you to um, abandon your culture, your way of style, your way of, of dress, your rituals, your, um, you know, the importance of um, the, uh, the, the family within your culture and so on and so forth. And they, they force you to abandon these things and to take on their way of being you know, their style, their, you know, and so, and when you look at how the culture has um, been cultivated mainly uh, through using the black man and the black woman as, uh, you know, torches or, you know, um, lighthouses of some sort, you know, to, to draw so much attention to us but then you've already created an atmosphere on the back end that made particular blacks back you when those blacks that you put in certain positions without their awareness, whenever they found out they were being used and mistreated, they would use those other black people who they had already put in place to come in and, you know, to put out the fire, you understand, to, you know, cover the fire up in you, 
to handle you, you know. And so these handlers, you know, and back to Kanye West when his mom was removed from the situation because the they use they use your weakness. They use your weakness to uh, use that against you. And from what I, you know, what I, from what I understand about his mom, you know, she desired, she, she came across as a very confident woman, just in general. But there was some, there were some insecurities there that allowed her to be directed to not be happy with who she was physically you know um maybe because she got in that world and that world is all about manipulating people into a certain look um because that's what they they need that because if they're going to have you on a pedestal and they're going to have you in any place of influence you have to represent what they need others to buy into and so she gets into this world and, you know, um, like I said, I had watched that documentary of him, you know, as he's making his way, you know, he, the whole time that he was um, striving to become a well-known um, producer, rapper or whatever, you know, he had someone recording him every step of the way. And so he had already set himself self up to be used in that manner you know what i'm saying and so but when his if you notice if you watched it his mom you look at how her look started to change the more and more because she he put her in a position of management um as far as his career had had been concerned and she started to take on that you know kind of glamour look and you know look a little bit more you know uh you know hollywoodish and all that and so supposedly she met this man who was more than likely a handler um who um who used narcissistic tactics on her in order for her to be able to start to doubt and question herself to a point where she would um involve surgery in um altering her looks you know and so once she was removed from his space of protection and support he was lost, you know, you know, you have people who, um, they have various individuals that are in their life that, um, is everything to them, you know, and then I, I've watched it many times and those people, um, they, they transition, they go away and they don't have access to them anymore. And these people don't know who they are. They're very lost. And then not to mention the fact that what comes up is the possible, uh, conflict that you um may have had with their views you know what i'm saying but when they were um amongst us you didn't see um that you had a conflict with how they view things and what they were instilling in you you know and so then once they once they transition you realize that okay that life is not really like that you know and so you know you have to deal with all that and you know, uh, who this person really was to you and, you know, all that type of stuff. So, you know, and it just opened the door for, for him to be able to, um, you know, go with, uh, and marry a Kim Kardashian, you know what I'm saying? This is a black man who worked hard, you know what I'm saying? He's not like one of these overnight sensations that they like to push on society, 
so people can everyone can feel like they have a chance a chance without any effort and so therefore they don't have to respect or pay homage to anyone that's put in hard work because it's like I, I can do that too you know and so but this is a person who's put in a lot of hard work dealt with a lot of rejection and all that and um and so you know now you're dealing with a female who was pretty much an overnight sensation based on who she aligned herself up with. Like she seemed to me to had always been looking for the right person to align herself with in order to be able to um, make the moves that she was able to make with Kanye West. Because initially it was Brandy, then it was Paris Hilton. No, initially it was Brandy, then it was Paris Hilton, and then she used Ray J. And then from, you know, there she went to these various... um, uh, sports uh, players and things like that, um, all black men, and then making her way to Kanye West, who was able to take her career to the next level because she um, she couldn't dress, she had no style about her, um, you know, and so he was able to, with his mind, be able to cultivate her in a way that took her to the next level. But the whole time, he was just being used, you know. So I don't know if you all watched that that. Um, interview that he did on Fox and um, he was saying how he he never knew how close their family was to the to the Clintons you know until one day it all came to him you know he was he was speaking on how you know um, you're you're cool when you first come on the scene and you're being um, uh, different and expressing your different views it's like you you're being seen as cool but then once you cross over into a certain um portal then you can no longer display those views you know and then they have the handlers around you who are always keeping you in line and telling you no you can't do that you know and kim was one of those people and her mom and her family just in general were those people who stopped him, you know, and that's, I think that's where really the breakdown started to show in him because not only did he lose his mom and losing your mother, you know, the, the mental, the mental breakdown that you experience when you lose your mother, especially, you know, a mother who was, you know, so supportive as she was, you know, just outwardly, just so supportive of him. You know, many of us will never have that type of person in our lives. You know what I'm saying? Who just were just always just a, your number one cheerleader, you know. And so um, that coupled um, with the fact that um, he was being suppressed by this family he had attached himself to, you know, with a person who is nothing but expression. He, he's just a ball of expression and he's a Gemini on top of that. So I could see the breakdown. I could see how it could lead him to want to, you know, um, battle that. And, you know, I don't know if if anyone can relate, you know, as far as when you're a target individual, there are things that takes place in your life and you could be with other people and you can see these things unfolding around you, but not everyone else is aware of what's going on around you. And so you may find yourself saying things or behaving in certain ways where other people may, it may come across as, you know, crazy or, you know, people may ask, well, what's going on? Or I, you know, people say shit like, well, I didn't see anything or I didn't, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, um, I've experienced that personally where, you know, where you can see the patterns that, you know, follows you 
but other people cannot see the patterns that you're seeing and you respond in various ways and, and people don't really know how to respond to that. So I can see how, you know, he could come across as, um, you know, something, um, you know, someone who's who has issues, so on and so forth and be told that he has um, he's having some type of mental episode and due to the handlers around him whispering this in his ear saying you need to get on medication he goes and get, gets on medication you know you know all that type of stuff so you know it's not far-fetched at all you know um i was looking at an interview uh <laughs> i don't know if anyone recalls this interview but i was looking at this interview that uh Oprah, Win Oprah Winfrey was doing with Michael Jackson, and this was one of those. This was this was during the time where you know Michael was he had you know his skin was totally white and you know the straight hair you know all that type of stuff, and they're sitting on a couch, and Michael, if you remember, if you recall, for those of us who did see it, he was um, singing that song. Um, uh, well, it doesn't seem to matter and it doesn't seem right. And so he was like beatboxing. He was, you know, in the, in the, in the interview. And he, she was asking him various questions while he was doing this. Now, the average person would look at that and say, what the hell is wrong with Michael? But to me, being that. I recognize that we're living in something fucked up here. And especially if you recognize a person that you're dealing with is, is heavily involved in the shit too. You know what I'm saying? And so then you respond to them a certain way. And I just feel like really when he was doing that and he was singing that particular song and she was asking him those particular questions, that was his answer, you know, because I don't, when I think about that song, it, it talks about how, it's something doesn't seem right and how he's bothered every day and how this woman just up and ran away to me that's kind of like well you know as a targeted individual you have people who come in your life and then all of a sudden they disappear you know who did it who did it you know what i'm saying was it my brother was it my who was it you know what i'm saying i mean like i'm sure the targeted individual if you're truly targeted you can relate to what angle he may have been coming from i'm not for sure but i can see how he was he was literally in that song he was answering all her questions you know and how that song represented to him some people being handled around him you know it's not so much that this woman just up and left why did she up and leave who who whispered something in her ear who did something what happened and that made this woman disappear. And then he says that he's bothered every day. Now he's bothered every day. In what sense is he's bothered in the sense of other people fucking bothering him, fucking with him. And that's also leading to him just being bothered by the whole fucking situation, you know? So it's just like, you know, it's, it's, it's something when you are talented because I know for sure that most people that are targeted, especially for us is because we have a certain thing we have a certain thing that they want you know whether it's your ability to influence you may be larger and larger than life when you walk in a room i know i experienced that as well or you just may have a talent that you know or you may have just a way of doing things and saying things 
or how you play basketball and how you, you know, because typically when you have a genius mind, it's not it's not a tunnel vision thing. See, and that's what a lot that's what what a lot of Caucasians that they refer to as geniuses. They're really not geniuses. They're just good at a certain skill that they've horned in on. But when you're a genius, you have the ability to take that and utilize it in every area of your life. You know what I'm saying? And so most people that are targeted have that ability. It's, it's, it's not just one thing about us. It's a multitude of things about us that that, you know, it's like a that creates this godlike energy around us, this presence that most people um can't relate to on the inside it's only something they can they can see on the outside of themselves in particular caucasians and that's that's why they're always so fascinated by us musically um on you know our our physique you know our our vernacular the things that we come up with how we view things our expression on various levels you know because they typically they have to study us in order for them to be able to take on that persona when you look at a lot of a lot of um their uh very few of them just innately have just a raw talent for something you know what i'm saying but a lot of them they have to study us in order to mimic you know, that's why the whole entertainment thing, that's what that's about, you know, being able to um, study someone for so long that you can become them. You know, that's a way of life for them. You know, that's why it's so easy for them to relate to that and put that on the masses. Excuse me, guys. But um, but anyway, and so, you know, with... um this 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 Kanye character you know um I don't know what he really represents you know what I'm saying I don't know if they're just using his genius um to you know until the right moment comes along for them to infiltrate something on some level you know um you know I question a lot of things and that's definitely one of them I if 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 he's sincerely who he claims to be, you know, I do pray for the brother, you know what I'm saying? You know, I get that they, like, I, you know, I, I, I recognize how the game that they play, you know, even in their, their secret worlds and how they got to have some of this and some of that in there to come across authentically, even though, you know, the motherfuckers that's really pushing the buttons and making the moves are the ones that are quite aware of what's going on in a part of the agenda, you know, um, and so, but, you know, to stand up against so much, you know, in a world where it's okay for a black woman, you know, um, to be called bitches all day long through music. And it's okay for black men to talk about killing one another. And it's okay for them to, um, degrade the black community on so many levels, but then they can ban something like, a shirt that says white lives matters. You know what I'm saying? I don't agree or disagree what's going on with, you know, them wearing those shirts, but I don't know what their motives was. You know what I'm saying? I really don't, it don't matter to me, but you know, I'm one of those type of people that, you know, motherfucker can call me a bitch and call me a nigga. I'm not, I'm not going to get in the uproar because that's a word. And that's something that can easily roll out of someone's mouth. And that's their choice. 
you know, so to live in a world that tells that tells me it's OK for someone to degrade me collectively on a unified unified front where I can't defend myself any any which way it go. Every every direction I turn, I can't defend myself from being called a black bitch. I can't defend myself from being called all these various titles that they give, you know, uh, black women and black people just, you know, just in general, I can't defend myself against that. But someone can use words that individually, these individual words, white lives matter. Individually, there's nothing insulting about those words. It's nothing insulting about those words. Collectively, there's still nothing insulting about those words. Not to me. You know, um, when you are dealing with a person who on that bullshit all the time, they only want to pick and choose what serves as some importance to push their agenda. You know what I'm saying? We, 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 we buy into that. Especially us as as uh, targeted individuals, we buy into that and then we solidify our captivity, you know, because people want to bypass all this, all these filthy, dirty um, practices that are being imposed on us as a people. And everybody want to look past, you know, everybody want to um, act like, um, oh, no, it's no big thing. It's no big thing that somebody called you a bitch, a black bitch, a nigga, a black nigga, bitch. It's no, it's no thing. It's no big thing. It's, it's no big thing that you have a, a whole culture of our own men, not all black men, of course, but how they're depicting it. Just like they depict that, you know, the whole um, black men with white women when we know the majority of black men are with black women. But but again, it's a part of the agenda to usher in that somewhere down the line that it'll that'll be the what's going on. That will be the norm. That's what that's about. And so now you have this this culture that's taking place on social media. That's, you know, the black woman is just such so disgusting. And it's it's the, the, the scapegoat of them putting that the black woman being so unappealing to black men is what's driving them to go to another country when there's white women here, there's Asian women here, there's all types of women that the black, that black man has partaken with, been involved with that didn't work out either. So it's not just that it's the black woman, but they make it seem as though it is the black woman that's driven that it's 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 the bad experience that black men have had with uh, black women that's driven them to Brazil. But these same black men have been with white women. They've been with Asian women. They've been with Hispanic women. And the shit didn't work out either here. But they want to put it solely on black women. When we know that at the end of the day, it's no women that's causing their issues in their relationships. It's them. That's causing issues in their relationships. And they're just going to go somewhere where the value system is different and they can buy love. Because at the end of the day, no Brazilian woman wants to be with a broke black man. 
a, a Brazilian woman doesn't want to be with a broke American man, period. It's not too many women from other countries who wants to be with a broke American man, don't matter what their color is, because they see that they see they see America as a form of, of prosperity. So that's the last thing they're going to do is align themselves with someone who can't do for them. But yet and still, you don't see that as being a gold digger. So in that, the fact that you have such a biased view of things is always going to lead you back to the same place. Because maybe these sisters would act right if you supplied something for them, if you provided something for them. You know, I got a brother that I'm hearing messages from right now, from his mom, that he misses me. Right? Now, me being as skeptical as I am about life in general, I say to myself, why now? Right? But I already knew he was going to do that when we were dealing with each other and I was already at that point where I'm like, this right here ain't gonna work. And so you have, you have a man who is not satisfied with himself. He's not satisfied with his own choices, you know? And so he, the importance of What's valued in a relationship is not even something that he's ever even pondered on in his life. Because that's just what you do. You a man get with a woman. Right? And so that old school mentality also comes along with, you know, I'm a man and I'm gonna do what a man do. But they don't think about the flip side of that. You know, and so therefore you can't really have a true union. You can't have a union where both parties are satisfied and working towards something when only one thinks that they're they're um, they're the ones that are important in the whole situation. You know, and then you want to take the chance to lose that. And so you lose it and you realize that, yeah. You might have some things going on for you in your life, but it's nothing like what I could bring to your life, what I bring to your life. I bring, I brought more to your life than you could have ever brought to me. You wanted to be stingy and selfish on so many levels, so many levels, you know what I'm saying? And so you have a woman who's willing to recognize your needs before you have them to see that you're hardworking and who's rubbing on you, who's giving you the elixirs you need in order for you to go ahead and get it together for another day, you know, and then you have the attitude that you're better than that person. And really, it's nothing really special about you. You know what I'm saying? I would say there was a certain sympathy that um, I developed for this person um, due to loss in his life, you know, and, um, he, he didn't properly, um, he didn't have any gratitude for it. He didn't have any gratitude for it. And so now, you know, his own mother is, you know, telling him that when you were in pain, she rubbed it away. When you, when you, when your home needed to be clean, she cleaned your home, you know, and, but you, you look at me like, well, that's what a bitch supposed to do. 
And then you have these same men who run around here talking about how they have issues with women. You know, you want to go all the way to Brazil because you can't keep your dick in your pants. You're you're mad because a woman is not going to put up with the fact that not only are you cheating, but you're being irresponsible about cheating. Do you understand how you cheat? You your cheating can lead to a, a motherfucker's death because you're all out of control. Like you know, what I'm saying it's just like no, nothing here. It's just all these weird ass circumstances that just have been created in this artificial existence that people have become accustomed to and they're making it the norm for their way of being is just like it's unacceptable to me you know what i'm saying and i don't know this everything that's taking place here you know i don't even know i don't know what's real anymore i don't know what's real anymore because it's like they're literally tapping into people real time in your life you know people that you're dealing with it's not even a, a online thing it's not that alone you know they're tapping into everything that they can put their hands on to cause some type of um rift to try to force you to submit and conform but i don't really see the, the value in it i don't see the value in it i don't i don't see how me changing into your way of thinking and way of being is some type of benefit to me like i don't like, you know, being comfortable and all that and, you know, being able to to uh, to to have these things that people, you know, say supposed to they're supposed to represent like some form of success and all that type of stuff. I just don't feel like that. That's that's not that's not a trade. That's not a, a, a worthy enough trade off to me, you know, but, you know, that's just me. But. You know, again, so this whole little, um, you know, because this, this guy is showing up in my feed so much. It's Kanye West character. Like, it's just like ridiculous how much this guy is showing up in my feed. And, um, you know, they're making the same like, you know, he's being rejected, you know, just like I'm being rejected. You know, everybody is coming up against him. Just like, you know, so many are coming up against me and. You know, I guess maybe that will cause me to give my energy away to him and those who um, benefit, you know, um, you know, the energy, the trend, the, the, the transferring of energy, you know. And again, you know, I'm always going to look at things from that that point of view. You know, I don't I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do in this experience because everything seems like a trap, you know, everything. Everything seems like a trap. I know that I'm supposed to trust somebody. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's people that I trust. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't I don't have an issue with that. But when it comes to their world, I definitely have an issue with that because, you know, I've tried so many different things and have been met with, with so much opposition, you know, whether I'm going into a certain type of business or whatever, just so much opposition, especially when it comes to their technology and all the unnecessary stuff and you know, you just, um, I, I'm, um, I just, I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need my prosperity to literally just fall in my lap and I'll, you know, and I'll have gratitude for it and I'll do the right thing. And it's, you know, it's not a matter of, uh, I get it and I'm gone or anything like that, but I just, I just, I, my prosperity is going to fall in my lap.
And I just, I look forward to that because there's things that I do want to do, you know, in this world, you know, it might not be so much of what people consider to be success, but it is it's success to me. And that's all that matters. But I just wanted to share that with you all, with you all. And, you know, just to think about how us as a people have been devalued, um, you know, f- from, you know, down to even how we value ourselves and how it's okay for everyone else to be protected on some level properly, but there's always some type of childish game being played when it comes to our integrity and our res- the respect of our community and us as a people, you know, because they have placed all these characters along the way that has um, played a role and causing so much uh, disagreement, you know, um, so much division within our own community. You, you know, I mean, you literally have people who are people who they have a problem with black people who stand up and speak the truth. Like that is wild, you know, for you as a black person to stand in the way of truth when everything that you've been attacked on has been a lie, then you just hold yourself in captivity. You, you, you add to it. You, you play a role, a huge role in it. You know, when I look at a lot of these um, people in politics in particular, I'm going to say the democratic party, because we know the democratic party was initially how the KKK started. And, you know, you have so many sisters who are participating in um, the, the standards of, um, of the uh, the KKK and not realizing that they're being used, you know, they're being used in a system that's canceling people for speaking the truth. And if it were not, if it were not for the truth, you would not even be in existence right now. But the fact that you hold on to a lie is only going to lead to your demise. Like there is, there is not an industry that exists on this, on this planet that um, benefits us. There's no industry, whether we're the best ones at it or not. Um, we're we're never the ones to get the 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 true um the true um work that we put in the exchange. It's it's never just it's a never a just exchange, never with us. You know, and they always they're so accustomed to um, shorting us and we're so accustomed to being shorted that it's like we're stuck. You know, again, you got people who they don't see any value. They don't see any importance in themselves. So they're not going to see it in you. I'm talking about us as a people. It's like, nigga, act right. Shit. You know, we go, all we go get is this. Be happy with that. Because you, you've you given up on a whole concept that you, you know, even deserve more, you know, and in every ass, we're, we're the joke, we're the, we're the ass, we're, we're always the, the, the tail. Well, I mean, when are we going to be the head? You know, they say that the, the tail should be the head. Well, I need it to be because it's like, you know, these, it's like, we're just always the joke. always the joke always being used and our brothers and sisters they have signed these contracts to 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 play a role in us staying in this position 
and we idolize these people without we don't we don't have no any we don't question anything about them you know what i'm saying and then you got these white folks who take on that same mindset and it's like um you can't question these motherfuckers you know it's just like this this <clears throat> i mean these people whatever they are, you know, they talk about racism and they talk about black people being, you know, black people can't be racist. Cause see, I can be somewhere. And when, when their anxiety kicks in about my presence and they're afraid of my energy, you know, uh, seeping into those around me, they can create a whole atmosphere that will cause me to be removed from a situation that seems like they can't, they can't, but they can, especially with their technology. They can arrange all types of shit. And so they want us to turn everything over into digital currency. Do you know what that means for black people? You think that we're, we're in some form of captivity now? Do you understand what that'll mean for us? I mean, well, how they how they really want to have us? Like, if they really could have their way with us, do you know that can literally lead us back into being enslaved? Literally, we are the last ones hired and the first ones fired. That's the culture we already live in. Now you turn all your money over to them on some digital level, man. Everything. Do you know what they would do to us, our children? They already don't want shit for us. They don't want shit for us. All they want for us is to be able to plug in to our source. You know, these motherfuckers have us just lined up like batteries. And that's it. Cause niggas act like they scared to die. They scared to stand up. They scared to go through something. They scared, they scared to be uncomfortable. They don't want to be around other black people because they speak the truth. And then these niggas keep buying into the system to the point where now everything is digital. As soon as they have any type of thought that correlates or aligns with something they mama, they grandmama said, Now they bank account all fucked up. And nigga, didn't we tell you? Don't even think about it. But y'all want to, man, it just is. I mean, we won't even take care of our own. Especially when we know they, you know, we being met with certain things. We won't even take care of our own. And so we all got that spirit that we won't even take care of our own. Where does that leave all of us? We're going into all kind of different directions and bumping into each other and shit. It's a sad, sad time. It's so sad. But, you know, it's just something to, to think about, guys.
Okay, until next time. Thank you.